everyone, I'm Nicole Kozalek, and you are listening to I Believe, a podcast focused towards inspiring FFA members to be their best, do their best, and make a difference in the world around them. Hey y'all, welcome back to the I Believe podcast. Today I am joined by Selena and we're going to go through her supervised agricultural experience. So yes, again, this is a podcast fully based on her supervised agricultural experience and I want to invite others that if you are interested or if you know somebody that has a really strong supervised agricultural experience program to reach out to me and see if we can get an interview with you and highlight you on this podcast. So without further ado, I want to get into this conversation with Selena as we learn much about her supervised agricultural experience. Welcome to the I Believe podcast, Selena. Thank you for hopping on today. I'm super excited to have you on and learn a little bit more about you within the FFA organization as well as in your supervised agricultural experience project. So start to start off, just tell us a little bit about yourself. I live in St. Joe, Minnesota and have always gone to school in Albany, Minnesota, which is about 15 minutes away from where I live. And I'm also a senior in high school this year. Outside of agriculture, I'm on the dance team and I'm very into meeting people. I'm a very social butterfly and I have been in FA for about three years and have done and participated in quite a lot during that time. I did not know you were a dancer. Oh my goodness. I'm a dancer as well. So I just beamed with that. Um, How long have you been dancing? I've been dancing for about um, 10 to 12 years. I took a break in middle school and was so sad about it and then I came right back because I missed it so much so yeah I've been in it for quite a few years yeah I was just I was just like that that's awesome I'm that's fun so in FFA what are you involved in as an FFA member well I've like I said I've participated in my fair share of things Um, my sophomore year I actually participated in the crop CD and didn't think I knew much about it but then my team actually made it to state that year and that was the first year I had been to a convention and it really inspired me to do so much more and the next year I participated in horse eval and that really was the reason I joined FFA was to participate in horse evaluation and I finally was able to make it to state in that although COVID kind of ruined our chances of having a convention. And that year I also participated in parliamentary procedure and extemporaneous speaking. And I got a state ride on all of those competitions, which was very, very exciting. I was practicing before and after school pretty much every day of the week. I was working very hard to get there. But I've never been to a camp, actually. I was supposed to go to SLCCL one year and ended up breaking my ankle about a week before and could not go. It was very, very sad. But besides that, I've also been to like state convention and I went to national convention last year and it was very rewarding to see all people's accomplishments and being able to meet new people that are so passionate about FFA like us. And within FFA, I've been an officer for my chapter twice. I've been our chapter historian, and this year I'm our chapter president, and I was also just named Region 3 Vice President, and I'm very excited about that. So, yeah, that's a little bit about my little history in FFA, and actually this year I was named a 
second place in state for my proficiency award. And I was also a state star finalist this year. So in agribusiness, and that was very exciting. Awesome. Well, congratulations on all, on all of that. Um, looking forward to seeing what you do in Region 3, if I remember right, um, in your office. And it's sad that you did not make it to SLCCO because that is a great camp. So sad to, sad to hear that, but hopefully you'll get to other camps as you kind of finish out your FFA career. Um, what was your favorite part of being an FFA member so far? Definitely meeting new people. I've gained a lot of friends throughout FFA and always working towards and earning achievements. After you earn an achievement and have been putting forth so many hours and work towards it, it's really rewarding and like just refreshing to realize that you accomplished that and your work meant something. And I also really love the opportunities we're given throughout FFA. We get to travel to all these places for these events and we have the opportunity to get scholarships and receive awards for all the hard work we do and gain so many skills. Like I was not as outspoken as when I when I joined FFA as I am now. And extemporaneous speaking certainly helped with that as well as meeting new people. And I also really enjoy working towards the common goal of really keeping agriculture's future bright as FFA members, that's like our main goal. And being able to work towards that with people that you meet and become friends with is very rewarding. Awesome. I love that. You've got a lot of a lot of favorite parts, but they're all super good. So that's great. Um, what has been your favorite activity, event, or experience that has been provided by the FFA? And why is that your favorite? Attending National Convention was about the most exciting thing I had ever done as an FFA member. But it really ties with being named a state star finalist with a fellow chapter officer this year. Me and my um, fellow chapter officer were named state star finalists in different areas, and it was very rewarding to be able to experience that together. That's awesome. So now that we know a little bit more about your background, I would like to ask you and get to know more about your supervised agricultural experience. Um so can you please just give me a quick overview of your supervised agricultural experience project? Okay, I work at El Rancho Manana and riding stables. It is a campground, but it's also riding stables. And I work mainly in the corral because I am a huge horse lover. And without my within my CDE, my SAE, my VAD, my SAE, I really care for the horses. I care for their nutritional needs, wound care. I tack them up every single day and tack them back down. We really just execute the training we need for our horses on our horses ourselves. Most horses of ours are actually rescue horses or our older horses. We never really train new horses that have never been touched by a saddle, but we train rescue horses and sometimes that can be a little bit difficult. So we have walking trails only because with the public, not everybody is experienced with horses. So we need to make sure our horses are comfortable with only walking on trails. And we make sure our horses are able to be rode by the public because not all horses are very, you know, easy to ride. And we make sure our horses are simple to ride and don't give our customers a lot of hassle. And I care for our equipment that we have, like our saddles, I bring the horses up every day into the corral and then I turn them back out depending if that's like our overnight pasture or way out in the woods depending on the day of the week. But that's the really simple version. I basically take the horses out on trail rides, educate the public a little bit about horse riding and take them out and have them enjoy their ride. 
Awesome. That's super cool. This is so different than um, what I'm used to. So I feel like I'm going to learn a lot during this um, podcast. So how did you get started into this project or find this job? My stepdad actually worked at this place when he was about my age. And when my mom and my stepdad um, got together, I was about nine years old. And he would take me out to the ranch is what we call it all the time. And I fell in love with it instantly because like I said, I'm a horse lover. And I really have been helping out there since I was about nine years old. I've just been following him around until I was 15 and could finally become an employee. And that's really how I got my connection with my SAE and my boss because of my stepdad working there. That really gave me an in. But with my SAE, really anybody can start working there. It's just whether or not you have the work ethic to continue working there. Right. Work ethic is so important so so important and helps you gain a lot um, and accomplish a lot more as well so I'm a true believer in that as well I like that you had to add that in there Um, what has been the most challenging part of your supervised agricultural experience well my agricultural experience most of our hours come in during the weekend because most people have off work so they'll put course rides and most of my hours are on that weekend I'll find myself working 40 hour weekends instead of just like a week we'll work 13 hour days 12 hour days 10 hour days on the weekends and really your social life you have to find time for it during the week so I guess adjusting that to that in the beginning was kind of tough but after a while you really learn how to prioritize your life and what's more important with this and can I manage this or is it not that important can it be cut out and replaced with something else yes getting that good balance It's always a little bit challenging as we're just figuring out our lives, but it's good. So what has been your biggest learning moment in your project? Well, I actually broke my ankle while working at El Rancho. I was in the middle of my work day and it was a difficult day. One of our horses spooked and reared and slipped in the mud and actually fell on my foot, which broke my ankle. And experiencing this really taught me that I'm really not invincible. I'm never going to experience everything in my life, but I really need to learn how to be stronger at adaptability and changes will happen. I'm Nothing's ever going to be the exact same. And despite if there are changes, I can still get back into it and giving up is never going to get me anywhere. Adaptability. I love that you had to add that in there. That's really, that's kind of what this whole year has been really like, whether that be in FFA or school or social life or even your work. So I like that you added that in there. That was um, a good point to hit home with. Um, Are you planning to innovate your project in any way? And I know um, since you are a senior, so you might not be working there um, all that much longer. are there, are there things that you're kind of looking forward to to work harder on um, as you finish out your job there? I plan to extend my project in a little bit of a different way, especially in the next coming year. I do plan on working out there at least a little bit throughout this next year, but with college, I need to make a lot of money to save up. So I'm going to work out there a little bit, but what I really am excited to do is try to find opportunities at the U of M where I'm going to be going to school to not only increase my knowledge in equine, but also my involvement in the equine community, especially at the U because we have some great people there and some very knowledgeable people. So I really hope I can find some work either close to the U on the U campus, maybe in the equine center, 
or something like that that I could include in my project potentially. So that's what I plan on so far. Awesome. That's super cool. And since we're on the track of um, looking towards your future, how has your supervised agricultural experience guided you towards um, your career path or your future as you go on to college? My SAE helped guide me to my career choice, actually. I'm graduating high school and will be attending the um, Twin Cities to study animal science with a pre-veterinary track. So I have loved animals all of my life and really working with them almost every day has solidified my decision to go into this field. I have always wanted to keep my involvement in agriculture and keep that going. I've never imagined myself to stop being involved in agriculture directly. I don't know if I could ever do that. And really selecting that career allowed me to stay involved in agriculture and do something I love. And I really plan on specializing in equine and doing some large animal stuff, other large animal stuff on the side or small animal stuff. I'm really into doing something with the mixed animal because I love really all animals, but equine is something I really wanna focus on because I've had such a great experience with them with my job. That is awesome. I love how SAE projects kind of just turn into our future sometimes because that definitely happened to me as well. So lastly, because the podcast is called I Believe, what do you believe in today? I believe despite COVID, people such such as ourselves are really great at doing things and are not going to let something like this stop us from making the future of agriculture bright for ourselves and everybody else in the world. We're not going to let something has big has COVID even let that stop us. We're not going to let anything just make us give up. Very, very true. I can't agree more. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast today and sharing a little bit about your life, your SE project and your involvement in FFA. It has been an honor to talk with you and kind of get to know your project a little more. And I hope the listeners kind of got to see a a glimpse into a different type of supervised agricultural experience and can take that um, away with them and maybe innovate their own. So thank you. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening today. I believe that together we can make a difference in our world. Go out with passion, dedication, and a willingness to do everything you can to help our world.